thank you for joining us on another of the bachelor pad now today it's just going to be myself and jim and we're actually going to review we're going to review avatar the live action that netflix has just put out now jim how how excited were you to hear that or how like uh were you to hear about the live action being made of one of our possibly one of our favorite shows when we were growing up um i was getting when the teaser trailers and the pictures were releasing for it i was getting a lot uh i was getting extremely hyped it was kind of like how they were promoting gta 5 back in the time where like they just send out like short little pictures um and clips like just out of the blue and everyone jumps to them and so like after the first one that came out when it was hanging up like just uh hanging out together in the southern water tribe like as soon as that came out i just remember like everything going mad i was texting my sister because we're both massive avatar fans and it was kind of a thing where we were all marking our calendars just waiting for this show to come out so i was pumped mm -hmm. yeah what about yourself you big avatar I fan a huge Avatar fan, obviously, like, since it came out when we were kids on Nickelodeon, and, like, I, I never, like, watched it, I never watched it concurrently when it came out, obviously, like, I saw snippets of it, Thanks, and, man. oh, no, like, I remember, I think, I think I got really into it when it was the second, I think the second, uh, part of the book so it was like book two and i think it was earth and then i like was like oh i should watch this watch book one which was water and then earth and i was like whoa this is so cool and then obviously watched it to the end and i remember on the day where it was that hour long episode and i was like holy crap this is so sick and the moment that they brought it out recently when they were like oh we're gonna do a live action of it i thought okay like it looks good mm. and the photos that came out it were like it was really really cool and i was like okay this is so much better than m night Shyamalan's back in 2010. don't like, you dare bring that movie up <laughs> <laughs> that whatever that was but like the actors i saw i was like oh these guys really look like them especially like seeing like zuko and uncle iroh i was like whoa they look really really good and obviously katara soccer ang and upper i was like okay this looks pretty cool but i don't know i'm i like live actions i, I really do when they're done right and i watched i've only watched the first episode and it it was just there were key things in the first episode of the show of the animated series that really made it and really pushed it forward along with the story as well because in this one I don't, it was just, I, 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 I love the fact that Ang was so childish. Mm. He's literally, what, he's 12, isn't he? Yeah, he's meant to be 12. Yeah, he's a kid and it's like, oh, that's what I love so much about the animator because he was always like, let's go penguin sledding, let's ride the koi fish, let's do this, let's go to a mushroom <laughs> and just hang out with my friends and all. And just, I was like, I'm, I really miss that. Because now they've just gone into this really serious route. And I can understand why they've done that. But I just, I, I thought that was like his character, especially with soccer. Now, 
you, you remember how sexist soccer was, right? Yeah, I do. What do you think about it now? Because obviously I've only watched the first episode. You've watched up to, I think, episode five. Yeah, so right now, right now I'm just starting episode four. Um, and, oh, okay. uh, we, and we don't, I'm, we're not going to be giving anything away that's major or anything. I think, especially with those reports that came out, which were talking about like soccer not being Texas and that, I kind of think, I think they kind of blew that out of proportion. Like he still kind of is, but we'll touch into a little bit uh, like later into this app. But they don't have enough time to cover that he is sexist. So, like, it's not oh, that they're intentionally uh, not bringing it up. It's kind of like they just don't have time at all. Because okay. they're, just, they're just trying to pack so much into eight episodes. Now, yeah. the TV show is like 22 episodes long for each season. And we've only got eight one-hour episodes. Well, not even because... They have like 10 minutes worth of trailers. So it's like 45 minutes. So mm. like this show so far, it just feels like it's Avatar on fast forward. Like okay. It's, it's yeah. going so quick. Yeah. They're really having to, they have to mash a lot into it. And honestly, it's just, I feel like they could have added, they could have like, stopped it at a certain point in the first episode then gone a bit further into the next one added some more stuff in there but yeah they're really just adding it in and trying to get it done as quickly as possible and really pushing it forward as quickly as they can and uh, i uh, it, i don't it know feel, it feels like it's a part of the netflix wheel like the netflix uh the netflix chain where it's just they're just using their formula they're releasing like an eight episode miniseries and then they'll do the next TV show. And then maybe in a year's time, we'll get book two. And then the year after, we'll get book three. And it's the same old Netflix structure. And they haven't really done anything different to accommodate for this Avatar um, show. Yeah. But i tell you one thing that is really cool about the show, though. I will say, giving Avatar an M rating. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Like... I'll touch. We will, we can touch on it later uh, when we're talking about really good sections. But like the first ten minutes, oh my god, it was brutal. Like, brutal. How brutal? Like oh. it was so good. Like that first like couple of minutes, I was like, whoa. And then especially, well, like you, everyone can see it. Everyone can watch it. But you watch it and go, holy shit! Like this is what we feared of the Fire Nation. This is what they like talked about in the animated, but obviously could never show it. Like whoa. That was brutal what just happened. Yeah, literally, so far, that first 10 minutes is the only thing that is making me stick around yeah. with this show. Yeah. That first 10 minutes, when you had that um, earthbender fleeing the firebenders, oh my God, the CGI was amazing. Like, bend, like mm -hmm. the... Like before in the movies, they showed Earth bending as like you had to like do so many dance moves just to shoot a little pebble, and now like they're <laughs> breaking out and like these stick choreographed fights, and it was looking awesome. Yeah, and and yeah, you go sorry, sorry, and like 
like it was it looks it was dark it was serious it was like they kind of christopher nolan um the avatar and it was working so well and mm. it really sucks after seeing that first 10 minutes and then you watch everything else you can see exactly where they put their uh money towards this oh like, yeah like um do you know how much money was put into this show <sighs> off the top of my head i'm i'm gonna say 100 million so they put in 150 million dollars into this show that is recorded wow. on screen ramp uh actually 100, 120 million no 120 million for this entire show yeah the movie the last and airbender was 150 million for the movie wow. yeah but the tv show being 120 million and that roughly works out to 15 million an episode now out of that 120 million i think they put the entire budget towards that first 10 minutes because oh. after that first 10 minutes oh my god i am watching a goddamn fan film <laughs> it's exactly it's exactly how it feels it's it feels like a really really passionate um person it's like he's been dreaming about making this film like his entire life and he's finally get to do it but he might not have some of the skills that are necessary to actually put together a good good looking show right you know i i understand what you mean Oh. Like someone that, like you said, is incredibly passionate and was like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And just did and did it. But the, the beginning of it was the, really the hook that they used and they just haven't thrown the hook back out there for us yet. And, and that's what, sorry. No, yeah. And it's just like, oh, that, like, where is the hook? And, the, and like you said, that's what you're saying. And I'm just like, oh, that's what I'm a little worried about. And this that, is where it was so this, good. <laughs> And this is where it's feeling like it's part of that Netflix change that they just threw the $150 million. This show, it's not important to Netflix. It's not one of their staples. It's not a Stranger Things. Stranger Things got gets double the amount of money per episode compared to this show. So Jeez. Stranger Things, that's important to them. They don't care about Avatar The Last Airbender. And it really shows throughout. Yeah. Now... Um. We all know how beloved the TV show was. Yes. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is one of the few shows that has a 100% fresh rating with a 99% audience score. So far, with this show being out for three days, now, because it's such a popular show right now, some of these scores might be influenced. So if you guys look at this in the future, they might be a little different. Mm-hmm. The TV show has a 59% rotten score. Oh, shit. With only a 75% audience score. And oh. I have a feeling the only people that are watching this TV show are the people that are dedicated and love the original cartoon. Because there's no kid that's going to be watching this. There's, gonna, no. there's no brand new Avatar person that's going to stumble upon this and be like oh this is sick only people are watching this people like the cartoon exactly the people that grew up with it and are familiar with it and know exactly what to expect 
And like, especially with the fact that it's an M rating, like you don't want your kids, obviously, obviously it's up to the parents and such, but you're not going to show them, especially after like some parts of it that are pretty brutal. Like in the beginning, like the, like the first 10 minutes of it, it's just, I can understand a lot of us coming through and going, oh, this is, this is that classic take of let's change let's create a live action from a game a book a another an animated show and just take out a lot of love from it that would that made it back in the day Mm-mm. like there was so much and i i've i'm gonna bring in another thing here like did you ever watch one piece the live action no i didn't watch that so they pretty much just did the one thing which made it like the last of us that which made it work was they just took everything from it they didn't change anything they didn't change the story they didn't change the characters they literally just went okay we're just going to go straight from that like the cheat sheet and just use that and everyone loved it everyone loved it because it worked they could have done that with avatar like in the first episode there's a lot there that if there are any original fans that watch it which there probably are so many that have watched it already, obviously, with a 59% view, viewing of on Rotten Tomatoes. And they've just seen that and like thought, like myself and probably yourself as well, Jim, where they've gone, oh, why have they gotten rid of like some really key moments that really, really work? Yeah, and that's where I think this is where the fast forward is coming along. Like everything, everything's moving a million miles a minute. Everything is cut up, um, and it, it's so funny. Um, in the so in a couple of the episodes, by episode three, they go to Omashu. So much happens is happening in this Omashu because they don't have enough money to go to any other locations. Oh. Now, you know how they were saying before in the press that Aang doesn't really care about adventuring. I know why. Yeah. It's because the producers didn't have any budget for it. Because <laughs> I used it in the first ten minutes, literally in that first in that first episode, like in the cartoon, it's split into two different sections. The first one is about when Eng was meeting Katara and Sokka, and you can we could see all the fun the fun stuff, like the like you said the guy in penguin sledding and stuff like that. And then the second one is pretty much when he was escaping the ship. I mm. don't think Eng lasted five minutes on that goddamn ship. No, like, it was so quick. Yep. Yep. It was just done. And I went, oh, yeah, right. I didn't want to be... Sorry, you go. No, 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 you go, um, you go. Oh, I, I, I don't want to come across like I beatenly hate this show because like, firstly, that first 10 minutes was really good, but there's a mm. bunch of... There's so many good things to this show. Like... Having, or firstly, getting Aang's name right. Oh. Like, I feel like, I feel like in that first episode, they really made it a point where, like, when they showed on that actor playing Aang, and that's the first thing they said, I think that was kind of a middle finger to the movie being like, hey, we can get the name right. Yeah. And like, you can. Ong. Yeah. And like, you're, you're looking at the outfits and like, they are. So accurate. Mm-hmm. So accurate. Mm-hmm. They've literally just gone straight to it and gone, okay, we're not going to, we're not really going to change it. They've changed, like, for instance, they've changed the, 
the Fire Nation's outfits like a tiny fraction, obviously, mm. but it still looks exactly like the cartoon, which is amazing. And like everywhere else, they've actually gone, okay, we're actually going to do it like how they did it there. And they've kept to it. Especially what I loved was, I actually really, what I actually really, really liked was the outfits for the Water Tribe. So I've only watched the first episode. The Southern Water Tribe, their outfits look amazing. Yeah, the costumes no. were just beautiful. The costumes, obviously, for the Airbenders, fantastic. Like, yeah. Oh. See, I it, mean, it, sorry, you go. It's a, it's, a, it's very colourful. Like, mm-hmm. for for they them wanting to go in a serious nature. It's a very colourful show. I will say that, like, the art department had a field day on this one, and like they were just like. There's just color absolutely everywhere, which mm-hmm. I think was for me it was a little distracting. But like, you remember uh, Sokka's armor? Like when he goes to fight Suko, like I yeah. reckon that looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, I totally agree. Like, and like, I, I used to do a bunch of cartoon drawings, and like, I used to draw like the Fire Nation's armor just mm-hmm. for fun. And like the way that they portrayed it on the screen is just like how I drew it. Um, like yeah. it, would look, it looked awesome. Uh, you mm-hmm. can tell that this show is being made by people that obviously love the original series, and yeah, it looks absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, especially in that first episode, the CGI, like for I was so scared, especially when it comes to the bending, because we've seen bending go so wrong so wrong in the movie that I was like I don't know what they were going to do and then as soon as that that first 10 minutes where you saw that earthbender just get absolutely burnt alive oh I'm like, like it looks so good yeah that was so brutal and I was like because I literally thought oh they're going to like he's going to like get killed off screen or something like oh like Sozin is going to just like like firebolt him or something no he just grabs him and burns him alive and he turns to ash and i was like yo what holy shit is this the is this the way we're going that's cool like i think before like in the cartoon like firebending it did not seem dangerous because it felt like it kind of just felt like all the other elements where you like it kind of just pushes you back it doesn't actually act like fire yeah um but yeah, seeing people getting burnt alive, like, yes, this is how it would actually be used. Exactly. Especially with, like, some others in the episode as well, when they get, like, hit in the chest, obviously, with the, like, the airbenders, and you see them get hit in the chest, and, like, you actually see this massive burn mark there. And I was like, yes, that, exactly, that's what's hitting them. It's literally fire just burning the shit out of them. And we'd expect that to actually happen because, yeah, like you said, in in the animated, it was like, oh, they must have just won with sheer numbers. No, fire is incredibly dangerous. And we see that in the show, the live action, and that was really, really well done. And I, yeah, with that amount of work they put into that first episode, like, like showing some of the details that we didn't see in the... um, in the t- um in the animated show we didn't see those um the genocide of the air nomads yeah. um and oh like it was just 
so intense. Yeah. That it's so far it's carrying. Now we'll get I'll talk about the CGI later because that's the only time I like it. But to keep <laughs> like to keep on the good side, I reckon have have you seen Momo yet? No, not yet. I haven't seen Momo yeah. yet. Literally Appa and Momo, like they look so awesome. Like they look oh, so I totally good. agree with Appa. So good. I, I kind of wish they did more with them. So far, Upper is just a glorified car or a plane, and they just fly <laughs> around. Like, let's build some emotional connection with them. Like, because like besides them being cute, they've done absolutely nothing. Gotcha. Um, and I think the last major pro is the serious nature that they're taking this. Like, I don't want. Like, I loved in the animated show how everyone was so jovial and like. Con, like constant jokes and that works so well but if we want to sh- if they're sh- actually showing like an actual war that's breaking out and the serious nature of it I'm l- I was loving the dark tones they were taking now there's always some like drawbacks to this to this serious nature um, that we're definitely going to be touching on but at least to highlight the impact of war and genocide and the power the fire nation has taking in a serious nature was so good like nullifying this has been worked great when they do it right and they don't always do it right yeah gotcha well, oh. what, do, what do you think about the like what are things do you like about the show that we haven't touched on yet i love the choice of actors that they've used i've like obviously a lot of them i haven't seen before the actor for uncle iroh i think the first time i watched him was he was a i think a captain in the mandalorian show a rebel captain and he's really really good um if i can remember uh paul sun paul sun Hyung lee he plays uncle iroh and i love him i love him i love dallas james he is he plays Zuko, and I think their dynamic together is fantastic. And mm. you want to know who I love that they chose to act? I love that Daniel Day Kim acts as Fire Lord Ozai. Yes. I love it. And I have seen, like, photos of him. Haven't seen him yet. Haven't got into him yet. But he is just... He looks so commanding and so, like, serious. And, like... The moment I heard that he was in it, I was like, okay, they've chosen, they've chosen Ozai. That, that's brilliant. That's him. Yeah. So I think, really I think all, all, oh, the yeah, adult, all the adult actors are amazing. Yeah. Like they just, they play their roles so well. And especially because they're in positions of power, like Fire Lord, Iroh, like they just, they have such, so much gravitas. Yes. in their scenes and it's so good especially when you have the younger actors act with those older actors it makes everything better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, yeah like you said it brings in that that gravitas and it is it's so noticeable and so great i just oh i love it i'm really <laughs> i really like the selection of actors especially with like all these young actors that i've never seen before and i was like oh okay this is really cool. And they actually look like children because they were children. <laughs> yes. Now, 
It's kind of making me. It's kind of making it a little weird because there's meant to be some form of attraction between Ang and Katara. Katara's meant to be fourteen, and what Ang's twelve. It's yes. just seeming super weird right now. Like I'm not <laughs> buying it. I do not want to see this. Like it feels creepy. <laughs> Great. What else do you like about the show so far? I. I really like. I guess I really liked the intro. They like, the intro where it was like obviously they brought in with all the like you remember the intro with like Katara how she would obviously talk over and basically talk about the four nations peace and then like the fire nation attacking. I really liked that in the first episode and that was Kyoshi Avatar Kyoshi talking over it and I was like oh this is cool this is different. I kind of expected Roku, you know, like to do it. I, yeah. I don't know. But I went, oh, oh, whatever, it's cool. And I've started the second episode and it, it didn't have it. Yeah, look, I kind of thought that was weird too. Like, I think they're pushing Kiyoshi super hard over Roku. I think it's just to have a point of difference. Okay. To be honest. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I liked what Kiyoshi was saying. But oh my God, the CGI that was going on while she was talking, I'm like, yeah, we have no more money now. Like, it <laughs> was it. so bad. <laughs> I Because that's what I thought too. I thought, oh shit. Because imagine that. What do we do now? Ah, we've used our budget. Shit. <laughs> Like I've I've seen guys do animation degrees, and it's like they've produced better CGI um, than what we saw in that little section. Now I know, especially right now, like there's a the CGI industry is it's a race to the bottom. Like people aren't getting paid. I understand that this isn't an attack against the CGI artists, but what no. it is an attack on is. Maybe having more resource allocation and probably giving this show probably more money. Like, this probably needed a bigger budget than Stranger Things in order to do it right. Yeah, I totally agree. And I really hope for season two, I really hope for season two, Netflix goes, oh, shit, okay, this was really popular. And I hope that the writers can also take on board what happened as well. Like, with some things, like, I hope they add in some more for, obviously, book two. And I do hope, like you said, that they do get a bigger budget because this really did deserve, like, close to or if more than Stranger Things. Yeah. I think the one thing that... Now, I haven't watched the animated series in a while. I used to watch it every year. I don't remember, mass like, massive fights... Or as big of fights that go on in season two and season three, like yeah. the amount of them compared to season one. Like I think yeah. season one was a lot more action-based compared to like season two and season three where it was a lot more exposition and kind of telling you about the um, Ozai, which like the big fight happens in season three, but like there's not many massive fights compared yeah. to season one now i'm i haven't seen the last episode yet so i don't know what the attack on the northern water tribe is going to look like now that might be a thing where they, they put a bunch of money towards that and it looks sick yeah i don't know yet as soon as i've once i've finished the show this show i'll ha have a look 
and I'll get, report back to you guys to say what I think of the um, of the show. But it if if I wish they just had more money. Yeah, I, I wish they're done better. I think that's always the biggest killer. Just because they have that, they do everything else brilliantly. And they really have, especially with locations that they've used. But it's the big killer when it comes to the CGI. And this is a, this is a show that is really going to need it. It's going to need it so much, especially when, for instance, we have Zosin's Comet again. Like, you remember mm. in... The, the animated show. So with book three at the end, when the comet goes over and Zozen, sorry, not Zozen, Ozai uses Zozen's comet and completely just destroys an area of the Fire Kingdom. Sorry, the Earth Kingdom. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It is so brutal. And I was like, holy shit. And there are, there are those things like that where there's the thing, like, I'm so keen for the big fight with... Actually, you know what fight I'm really keen for? What? In book two, where Aang fights against Azula and Zuko, mm. because Azula <laughs> manages to com convince Zuko to fight with her, and then they fight, and she kills Aang. See, you're excited. I'm scared they're going to do it wrong. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there is that too. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I am a bit worried that they're going to do something else. Because... Yeah. I think this is the perfect time to lead into the cons, but like because they don't have the money there. Yeah, like I said before, it's just looks like a it looks like a fan film. Like I talked about how much I loved the colours and how faithful it was, but because they haven't because it's such a serious tone and it's such bright colours and they haven't they haven't made it look like the real world like it just it looks bad and it makes the seed the bad cgi look even worse yeah okay i gotcha like there would be parts where it really stands out and you go oh okay like that's where some budget could have gone <laughs> and it kind of it kind of sucks because they have absolute they've made water bending look absolutely trash <laughs> it looks really weird especially when i watch so i like yeah the first episode and how quickly katara could do like she could use water bending like pretty easily and i was like okay but i didn't like it like i like, i agree with you it does kind of look pretty trash <laughs> like it, it kind of looks like someone just got a water pistol and just shot shot them with it mm. and like as soon as they get shot with the water in the show, this person's flying back like 20 meters. And I'm like, how the hell did that push you around? Yeah, because when, like, when we, wa like, obviously watched it in the show, it would really just be like a, like a stun. Like, it would hit you and you would just fall down. You wouldn't go, like, 30 meters into the air unless you got hit by, oh, God, like... <sighs> Master Paku's attacks. And obviously that's in the, the Northern Water Tribe, but... Um, like, it's weird. Like, I would expect, obviously, the most force to come from the earth, Earthbenders. Like, I would expect, like, crazy amounts of power from those guys. Yeah, and I think, I think the, 
it being in live action, it's really helped like fire and earth bending. But I think it's also made air and water bending look trash. Absolutely yeah. trash. Yeah. Um look, I think we've talked a lot about the CGI and how they need more money. Um I've got my next con for you. Now, you praised the adult actors. Yep. Um, yeah. The ch- for me, the child actors. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan, and I don't want to start kicking children when, like, I don't want to start insulting children because they don't deserve it. But their performances seem extremely stiff. Like, yeah, I get you. They're not, it's like, that's not my Yang. That's not my guitar. That's not my soccer. And I feel like when there's scenes when it's just the kids, this is when it's, it's at its absolute worst because they, I think they really struggle to like gel off each other. Like I'm at the point where I don't, I don't know how Soccer Katara and Aang are friends at all. Yeah, like, okay, like, I can get that. Like, I'm meant to believe that in the first episode, Soccer doesn't like Aang, and by the second episode now, what they're best friends. Um, and mm. for the for the actor that plays Aang, like. I understand, like, his position where he has to play the main role in such a beloved show. I know, I, well, I don't understand, but I get how that could be extremely hard. And because they're going in such a serious nature, Aang does not joke around at all. And when he does, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I just don't buy it. Yeah, it's like it seems very, it seems acted, it seems forced. Like I keep, yeah, and I keep on thinking in my head, like every time I just, I, every time I do watch them do a serious scene, I'm like, I've just got the image of the joke in my head, just going, why so serious? Because it's like, it's like, like I just don't know what tone they want the kids to go in. Do they want them to go serious? And yeah. if they do, don't throw in the silly part. Because the silly part, it just makes the silly parts look absolutely shit. Or if they mm-hmm. want to be, like, if they want to do it like the animated uh, style where they are silly and maybe they have some form of relationship, then do that, but don't add the seriousness to it. I think they don't know the tone of the show. And because of that, they're trying to be both serious in, like, the setting and then, like, they're trying to be a bit jovial because that's what the animated show was like. Yeah. I just, I don't know where it's going. Yeah, so that's where I think soccer is. I really hope it improves after I've watched episode one because I was expecting, like, sarcasm, joke, sarcasm, joke, like, from soccer, especially in the first app. Like, it just seemed a bit, he was just... Because he was very serious, obviously, in the animated. He was very sexist. He was a very sarcastic person. But I was just kind of like, there's, like, barely any sarcasm here. Like, I think I can count two parts of his, like, dialogue that he did. Like, he was sarcastic. And it was still just very, like, 
Yeah. Okay. Let's say it was, was a funny. funny it was a little funny, but it wasn't like the animated where it was like, it was just brilliant. <laughs> I have not laughed once in this show and I get it because I want to be a serious show, but like there's scenes where it kind of has its own built-in laugh track where some, like there was a scene where Momo drops some fruit and yep. Katara and Angst just started laughing and it was meant to be such a, oh, this is such a joyous thing. And it's like, that is not funny. Like, do not make me laugh to this. Like an animal dropping fruit. What's the, like, how is that funny at all? I think, um, I think they're trying to do that whole, there was one. I remember Momo doing something like that in the animated show when they were all sick and they were like, no, Momo, you need to get us water, water. And every time he came back, he would have like jewels. He would just have anything. And that was, that was funny. But that just sounds like he's just gotten food for everyone. And it's like, oh, that's great. Thanks, Momo. I don't see why that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't get it at all. And I'll tell you I, one thing. I think one part that actually did make me laugh, which I think was quite unintentional, was when the when Aang obviously came out of the iceberg and he was standing there. They were looking at him like, oh my God, who the hell is that? And the thing that made me laugh and I had to actually pause the show was when he just slid down. He just slid down the ice and it was the funniest thing because they just watched him slide down. Unlike where I'm pretty sure in the animated they like just stopped him from falling or like caught him. They just yeah, went collapsed down. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, but it's sad how the funny things is like the funny things is when like they oh, I don't know. It's when they do it's when they do things like they're not supposed to do. Like it just feels like they're just trying to get to the next scene. Like, it's just a race to that. Like, when Aang came out, out of the iceberg and the massive light appeared, Suko and his ship, he was literally right in front of them. Like, there was nothing in between them to stop him from just driving his boat straight towards them. And they didn't yeah. fly. On, they didn't fly an upper, so I'm guessing a coal-powered ship would move a lot faster than their little rowboat. Yeah, so I was it, very surprised at that. I thought, oh, okay. Like that was a pretty key moment for it because it makes because that really annoyed me as well because it makes. Like in the animated, how they see Upper and even Sokka's like, what the hell? They like seeing this massive flying bison, sky bison. And then Aang was like, oh yeah, get on, he can fly. And then they jump off and he just lands in the water and he's so sarcastic and it's so funny. And he's trying to like get him to fly, but then Upper just like swims <laughs> over to the village. And later on when they have to go save Aang and... The soccer's in the back just going, oh, what is it? Yippee, yoo-ha, yip, yip. And finally, he flies. It makes that scene so much better in the animated, but in the live action, it was just, oh, yeah, he just flies immediately. Like, it's almost like he didn't need to have a little rest and food. He was completely fine. And I thought, oh, they lost that. They're like little things like that where they lose character. And it really takes away from the show. And I was kind of there just sitting like, oh, okay. Especially when, yeah, he like gets off the ship with, 
like he manages to escape Zuko. There was so much more in the animated that they could have done in the live action to make it even more. They could have made it more hectic and serious, and they could have pushed it along so much more. Yeah, and uh, like jump jumping on to that, like because they don't have the quieter, sillier moments or the filler episodes. They can't build the connection as well between um, Sokka, Katara, and Aang. They yeah. can't build it. And like, I look back to my favorite episodes of the animated series are, and it's yes. not the really like the really impactful episodes that like the massive wars. They weren't my favorites. They weren't even like in the top ten. My favorite episode was in season three when they went to the play and they just watched the story of oh their life. Oh my God. Like, that's, yeah. my that's my favorite episode. Or the episode where like they do each individual character's little stories. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, there is, I think there is nothing out there that has done filler and a recap better than Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated show. I don't think anything has ever done it so well because the oh, those those actors are oh, in that yeah, that episode where they recapped everything. That was so funny. That was amazing. Yeah, and it, when you have eight episodes, you can't do much. Like No. I don't I don't know if I should say this. But so far, there's no northern air. There's no uh, northern air temple. Oh, like they and you're go on episode five. Yeah, like you can. This isn't a spoiler because you can base off the title of the episodes. But yes. it's essentially Ang, and then it goes. It's pretty much next to Kyoshi Island, mm -hmm. and then it's Omashu. Like, in three episodes, we've missed out on so much filler. So much. Wait, you gotta, you gotta tell me though. I, is it? Was it in season? Was it in the first season with the um the secret tunnel? In the animated, no, no, that, that's that that's early season two. That's early season two. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, is that season one? No, it it shouldn't be. Okay. Whew. Okay, it, yeah, it's stuff like that. That but, little, uh, that little uh, silly thing. Oh, that makes it. That makes the show. I, and I, I think all those, all those filler episodes. That's all that context that we get from those filler episodes. That's just going to be blatantly told to us. Like in the first, mm. in the first episode, Eng steals Zuko's notebook. What? So he can learn about Zuko. Like. That doesn't mean it. That doesn't mean anything when it's just told. When like we don't care if it's just told to us on the TV. Let's actually see it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Because it it adds more to it. Like when I saw him do that, I was like, oh, what they should have totally done was how they did it in the animated. Like he goes in there and Zuko just sees him and fights him in there. Like that would have been so much better. He gets his glider. He gets out. He goes out. Zuko stops him. They land on the ship. They fight again. Like they could have done that in what they were doing. I think they wasted. Like I don't know how you felt. Like when he knocked him out of the sky, I feel like they that was a waste of precious like CGI. Yeah, I thought. 
I thought it was a bit silly. And I tell you what, it also wasted. It it wasted an opportunity to show how powerful the avatar was. Yes, because that is when that is when he really knows. Holy shit, he's the avatar. He is the avatar. Because before he just thought he just thought he was an airbender and didn't really think much of it and was like, okay, I've I've caught the last airbender. We are going to find the avatar. If you are the avatar, then excellent. He didn't confirm that. But then when he went into the avatar state, then that is when it was confirmed. But that but even for the animated. But for the audience, that's when the audience knows like this kid means business. Yeah, he has so much power. And when the, that happened and I was like, oh, Avatar State. I was like, yes, Avatar State, let's go. And then it wasn't. And I went, oh. Like, oh, and, yeah. and and what they do instead, they want to build Katara, which is great. And then you give us this little, little shot of sh- um, really bad water come up and try and like really shitty fire to block it. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. There is a version of this show that's out there that's like 15 episodes long. Mm -hmm. And it's it's got all the fiddler in there. It's got all of that. And there's a version that Netflix just goes, guys, you've only got this much money. Start cutting. Yeah, just cut. Just cut it, cut it, cut it, and change it like absolutely crazy, which I really don't like. And they could have made it work. Like from a lot of stuff, they really, they just needed to solidify how powerful Aang is and how much of a kid he is because he's just a fucking 12-year-old kid or a 13-year-old kid. Like he's not, he's not like battle trained. He's not this, he's, he's not a soldier. He's not a fighter. He's a monk. Like, he values life and really values being a child. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm up to, what, episode four now? So, I've put in around about three hours worth of watching time. Yeah. Um, Working really hard, as you can tell. I don't know how powerful Aang is at all. Honestly, don't. Yeah. I, I, I know how powerful he... I've, I've been told how powerful he is. I've seen other avatars be powerful... But let's say I'm someone who's never watched this show before. I don't know how powerful Aang is. Mm-hmm. And I think that really gets highlighted in in the fourth episode. Zuko and Aang have a fight. And literally, there's only one firebolt shot from Zuko. And all Aang is doing is he's fighting Zuko by pulling curtains. They get lost in this curtain market and they just start tangling each other up in curtains. I'm like, show me how powerful this is. We're in a serious situation. We're at war. Like, this guy's trying to kill you. Like, I understand you're a pacifist, but what? Show me some airbending moves. Yeah, show me the skills that he has. Like, show me the skills of Zuko, for instance, and show me the skills of Aang. And show me how cool they are, because it's really just air brush of air brush of air and that was like happening in the first one and i was like okay that's really cool that he's good at that but i want to see more of it i want to see how powerful this kid is and i'm just i don't want to keep on harking back to the fact that this project just needs more money and maybe if this needs a lot more money maybe it shows maybe we shouldn't be making this at all 
And this is where it came back to, it's like, yes, everyone was excited for this to come out, but no one, no one really wants it. No one needs it. No. I'd ra- I rather see a new thing like Legend of Korra, which to be honest, I don't think is a, I don't think it's a, it's fine. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not The Last Airbender. It's not, it's not the original show, but it's fine. But I'm, I'd rather see something like that. A brand new interpretation. Give me the Earthbender. Give me, there was a bunch of talks about there being two avatars, like two twins from the Earth. Oh. Like, show me that. Mm. Like, that uh, would be so cool and just stick to the animated front because this show, it works so much better when it's animated with brilliant voice actors. Mm. And I think looking at it, all I see is this is, this show is about Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon needs money. Mm-hmm. So Netflix just like, here, let us, ma- let us make this show. And Netflix is just waiting for Stranger Things to come out. This isn't a passion project, which in order for it to work, it needs to be. It needs to be on the level of Stranger Things. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. And that's, that's really, that sucks. But the thing is, I'm going to be real. Like, I re- like, it doesn't matter. Like, people are still going to watch this. They're going to watch the entire thing just for that nostalgia factor. And it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. Netflix, I don't think Netflix really cares if you watch it the entire thing, the entire way. They've already got your subscription. I don't think that they make more money if you watch the entire show or not. Mm-hmm. Um, they just see that people have watched it and they go, oh, okay. Well, the viewership is this much, like, go again. Yeah, they probably say, oh, we're up 20% in our subscriptions. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't, yeah, they like you said, it's not a passion project that they care about. They've just gone, okay, sure, why not? Let's do another, let's do a live action. Which, <sighs> live action can be done really well. But if it is not done by people that are as passionate as fans, I don't think it can work. And it's happened with a lot of live actions already, and it's really, really sad. This, I see, has a lot of potential. And so far, they've done it well, but there are parts that they've really fallen behind on, and they really have to pick themselves up and fix that. Yeah. I think... I think the way Netflix makes their TV shows is they make their miniseries and I think it was a it was to combat the CW effect where the CW were the were the people that made The Flash that made Arrow that made Supergirl that made that universe and they were like what each season was 20 episodes long and there was a yeah. bunch of filler episodes in it and it's like the CGI sucked but yeah. you really liked the characters I think this show would have been better if it had worse CGI, but a bit more filler. And I don't think I've ever said that about a show before. That is really surprising because I can actually understand that. Get the base, get the basis of like the OG fans back in the new fans, obviously, but have that filler that really, really brings it out and Mm. such like, yeah, no, I I totally understand you because with 15 million an episode. Look, I, I'm not, 
I'm not at a level of knowing how much it goes into, obviously, with the costuming, the green screens, the location shot and all of this. But I feel like they could have done more. But I guess I'll see more about that with the last seven episodes that I'm going to watch. And hopefully if they bring out a book two, hopefully they learn from that. And Netflix goes, here's more money. Here's more but, of a budget. But we both just said like, yeah, we're going to finish the show. And we're still going to be excited for season two. Yeah. Even if this season sucks. So if you're Netflix and people are already just going to, people are just going to keep on watching. Yep. Why the hell would I give you more money? Why? I don't like, yeah. we, we don't care if this go, this show goes well. No, no, they don't care. They just go, cool. We've just got another show that have brought people in to watch us, uh, watch, watch through our platform. Excellent. That's great. Like that, yeah. that's it. Like people are just going to watch all the way through and people have already watched all the way through and that's great. Good on them. But yeah, that that's all they go for. And they go, sweet. We just got, like you said, we just got a 20% rise in our viewership. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah, it, it's, it's so weird. Like this show is being branded like a Game of Thrones epic. Well, that, mm. that's what they, that's what they want to be. Yeah. I heard about that and I didn't well, really like that. Look, but for the serious tone, that's like, if they're going for that tone, it needs to be the Game of Thrones epic. But I feel like the tone they should have gone for, which is what they definitely didn't want to go for, is like a flash, is like an arrow, where it's like less on quality, but I don't know, more time you can actually spend with a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually flesh them out and give us more and show us more just so we see that and can actually go, I understand this character more. I understand their relationship with Aang, Sokka, Katara. I understand the relationship that Zuko has with Uncle Iroh, and I understand how much Uncle Iroh loves Zuko and treats him almost like a son. And I like you need to flesh those out because if you rush them, like we said, and that's what the show is doing, it can really fall apart really quickly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm still going to watch it, but I'm scared. Yeah, 100%. And I think this week I'm going to finish all the episodes and yeah, I'm going to go from there. But if, if I you're think gonna it was give, a so, Yeah. If you're going to give this if you're going to give the show a score out of 10, what would what would you give it? Oh, I I would give it at this moment in time after the first episode, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Surprisingly, I'd give it a six out of ten. I wouldn't go lower than that just because of how like like we were talking about before, the costuming, the casting. Some casting can be interesting, but they're newer actors that I've never seen before, and they're really just like starting to get their feet. And that's completely fine. Like people learn after, for instance, a season and they go, Okay, now I know what to do. There is obviously some aspects that I really like about it, but they fall through on they fall through on the fact that they've sped it up. They're not giving us the filler, which really made the first season. And there's just that weird turn that they've taken with the seriousness. That's why it's lost a couple of marks to go for my for my review, which I think is a six out of ten. But that could change. It could go higher. It could go lower. So I guess for the we'll first see. episode, do you give it a six out of ten? I give it a six out of ten so far. Yeah, look, when I started watching it, the first 10 minutes would have been an 8, would have been a 9. That yep. episode, I agree with you. I started with a 6. 
and then for each episode I've watched, it's just dropped, dropped, dropped. And now I'm literally out of four out of ten, and I've got my notes Whoa. here. I could easily go lower. The oh, only reason crazy. I'm not going lower is for that first ten minutes, and that it's and that it's accurate to the original TV show. But I reckon because it's accurate to the original TV show, it's made it worse. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really difficult. I just, they really needed to keep that. If they were going for that route, they kind of needed to keep it from the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we might clo- we might close it up now, guys. Make sure you keep on listening to us. You'll be the we'll be recording the next podcast for you guys. Uh, so that will be out this week from Monday all the way through the week with the entire podcast posting on the last day. Make sure you write a review for us. For every five star review you write for us, we'll make sure you shout you out on the podcast. Hell yeah. 